Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to dive into a really intriguing and vital topic, the Ishikawa diagram, also known as the fishbone diagram. This tool is pivotal in problem solving and conducting effective analysis. So how do we use this diagram and how can it help us? Let's explore this together. First off, what is the Ishikawa diagram? Let's begin there. This diagram is used to analyze the causes of a particular problem. It's named after its creator, Kairu Ishikawa, a Japanese quality control expert who developed this method in the 1960s. The reason it's called a fishbone diagram is pretty straightforward. Its shape resembles the skeleton of a fish with a central spine and several bones branching off. Now, why is this diagram so important? Well, in any situation, especially in business or engineering, understanding the root cause of a problem is crucial. You can't effectively solve a problem if you don't know what's causing it, right? The Ishikawa diagram helps in visually laying out the potential causes of a problem in a structured, easy-to-understand way. Let's say you're running a factory and you're facing a consistent quality issue with one of your products. Where do you start? The fishbone diagram can be your starting point. You begin with the problem at the head of the fish, which in this case is the quality issue. From there, you branch out into major categories that could be contributing to this problem. These categories are typically methods, materials, machines, manpower, measurement. Now let's break down each category. Nethys involves the procedures and processes used. Are they outdated or not followed correctly? Materials, this is about the raw materials or components you're using. Is there an issue with their quality or consistency? This refers to the equipment used in the process. Are they malfunctioning or not properly maintained? Manpower, this involves the people aspect. Do the workers have the necessary skills and training? Measurements, this includes the data and metrics used to assess quality. Are they accurate and are the right metrics being used? Environments, this involves external factors like workplace conditions or market changes. By investigating each of these categories, you start to uncover a variety of potential causes. Under each category, you branch out further, getting more specific with each potential cause. For instance, under immaterials, you might find that a particular supplier has been providing subpar components or under on power, you might realize that there's a need for more training. The beauty of the Aishikawa diagram is in its simplicity and visual nature. It encourages team brainstorming and helps in systematically breaking down a problem. When you see all the potential causes laid out in front of you, it becomes easier to identify where you should focus your efforts. Now, it's important to note that the Aishikawa diagram is not a silver bullet. It's a tool to guide your thinking and analysis. After you identify potential causes, you still need to investigate and validate them. This might involve collecting more data, doing experiments, or further analysis. In practice, this tool has been widely used in various fields, you know, from manufacturing to healthcare and even in software development. It helps teams move away from blaming each other or making assumptions and towards a more constructive evidence-based approach to problem solving. So how do you create an Ishikawa diagram? You can start simply with a whiteboard or a large piece of paper. Draw the central spine and write the problem at its head. Then branch out with the major categories and start brainstorming potential causes, adding them as smaller bones off the main ones. Remember, the more specific you can get, the better. In conclusion, 
The Ishikawa diagram is a powerful tool for identifying and analyzing the root causes of a problem. It fosters a collaborative approach to problem solving and helps teams focus their efforts where they matter most. By systematically breaking down a problem and investigating its potential causes, you can find effective solutions and ultimately improve processes and products. As we wrap up, I want to leave you with this thought. Problem solving is an integral part of any work, and tools like the Ishikawa diagram are essential in making this process more effective and efficient. So next time you're faced with a challenging problem, consider pulling out this tool and start mapping out those causes. It's amazing how a simple diagram can lead to profound insights and solutions. Thank you for joining me in this exploration of the Ishikawa diagram. I hope this discussion has been insightful and that you'll find this tool as useful in your endeavors as many others have. Remember, effective problem solving is a skill that can always be improved, and tools like the fishbone diagram are there to help us along the way. Keep analyzing, keep solving, and most importantly, keep learning. And with that, let's open up the floor for some questions and thoughts. What are your experiences with the Ishikawa diagram? Do you have any particular challenges or success stories you'd like to share? Let's discuss and learn from each other.